welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and welcome to another episode of Real People, Real Talk, the podcast ministry that helps you to thrive in your faith, in your mental health, and in your relationships. And since it is February, our focus for this month is going to be relationships, which means I am joined today by my wife, Ariel. And this episode, we're going to give you the best relationship advice. We asked our Facebook friends to give us their best relationship tips, and they did not disappoint and gave us plenty to choose from. So we narrowed it down to just a list of 10. And here we go. Robin Brown said, God first, spouse next, family, then job. Yes, and to add to that, thank you, Robin, so much. Matthew 6.33 says, who seek first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I believe that when God is first place in your life, everything else will fall into place. Amen. I appreciate that. Amen. And that is the correct order because your most important relationship is the one that you have with Jesus Christ. Because all of your other relationships are going to be impacted by that one relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I want to take it a step further. And encourage you as a couple to make God a priority in your relationship and to build a strong and healthy spiritual foundation. So here's some ways that my wife and I do it. We make sure that we have time with God individually, as well as time with God together. Um, Another way that we stay connected with one another and stay connected spiritually, um, we have a joint Bible reading plan that we do. Um, we did one recently on marriage. Then we also served together and we worshiped together. I mean, the time we did a mission trip together, we did one to, um, at Long Island. It was right before everything shut down back in 2019. Mm -hmm. And that was just a good experience for us as a couple. We were serving the Lord together and it really not only brought us closer to the Lord as we were serving, but also brought us closer to one another as we saw each other in a different light. And I will also encourage you as we're talking about building a healthy and spiritual foundation for your marriage, for your relationship is to pray for your spouse, but then also to pray with your spouse. It's not enough just to be praying for them, but actually pause, hold hands and pray together. So whether you guys are morning person or night persons, whatever you are, take time, grab hands and pray together. So here is a practical point as it relates to building a spiritual foundation. Talk with your significant other. Set a time weekly where you turn off all your devices. You open up God's word. You take some time to read together and then some time to pray for and pray with one another. And that would do wonders for your marriage and build a healthy spiritual foundation that was number one number two Corey zayner said men date your wife and be the spiritual leader of the household Preach. <laughs> if i was to look up and say hey area i can't remember the last time we prayed together i can't remember the last time we went on a date um instead of saying that to her i need to be looking in the mirror and say why haven't we done those things so men you need to initiate because the Bible says in Ephesians 5, 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and he is a savior of our body. Now, 
Well, God is calling us to be the head. That doesn't mean we are to lord over and rule over our wives, but we should be the head and lead out in serving, lead out in making sure that we're spending time together with the Lord. And so as a head of the house, it's my responsibility to lead my wife, to lead our marriage closer and closer to Jesus Christ. Let the church say amen. Amen. Tip number three. Beth Mitchell said, you don't always have to be right and things don't have to be done your Way, learn to compromise out of the respect and love for one another. Yes, and before I get into that, major shout out to my Champion Forest Baptist Church family as they really loaded up these comments. The first three was from them, and we have some more in the comments later. But yes, it's no longer about my way versus Ariel's way, but it's about our way because we really believe that being right is overrated, and everything is everything is not worth. Fighting over As Beth already said You don't always have to be right And things don't always have to be done your way Learn to compromise Out of respect and love mm-hmm. Shout out to my cousin Khadijah Wooden And she said Knowing your partner's love language Is important Which is closely related to My high school classmate Heather Griffin Her comment where it says Love your partner The way your partner needs to be loved and not the way you choose to love them. That's good right there. That's deep. <laughs> so, babe, it's not enough that I just love you, but I need to take it a step further and love you in a way that you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And so I would suggest and encourage, if you have yet to take the Love Language Quiz by Gary Chapman, you can do it for free online. Do that with your spouse so you can learn to speak the same language, if you will, and also to love one another the way they want to be loved. Yes, and that quiz might surprise you on what your love language is. I know there are five different types of love languages. There's words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, or receiving gifts. But you may already know yours, but this may surprise you. Because some of those things that I thought were my love language Really, when I took the quiz, wasn't my number one. It's pretty cool. So what are your love languages? JK, you don't have to answer that. I know that one of your love languages is words of affirmation. Yeah. And could you tell the people how I love you in that way? Um, well, you tell me I look pretty and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just kidding. You leave me cute little notes around the house and you send me Tiff treats with a cute little note attached to it because I really love Tiff's treats. Um, And you just love me by using your words, you know. Words can build people up or they can break people down. And you want to build your spouse up. Listen. You didn't open up a can of worms. That's a whole episode in itself. Like your words have so much power. Mm. As you're speaking to your significant other, either you can use your words to build them up or you are using your words to tear them down. Yeah. Either you are speaking life or you are speaking death. And so really just be aware of what you're saying to one another and not just what you're saying, it, but how you saying it, because tone matters yes sir now here's a pop quiz what is one of my top love languages honey mm-hmm. just kidding acts of service and now i'm just playing ah. you are right you are right <laughs> and the way that she loved me in that way um I, I love to wake up on a monday 
to a clean house. It just does something for me. That's how I'm wired. I like everything in its place. And I remember one time, it was Sunday, one Sunday night, like I had myself everywhere, got home from church, and I was just tired. And so I went to bed with a dirty house, didn't like it, and I wake up, and I'm like, what's up? What's that commotion? What's going on? And my wife had cleaned the entire house because she know just what that does for me mentally and emotionally. So shout out to you for doing that for me. That meant a lot to me. You're welcome. Is anything that can be done to like save me time? Those yeah. acts of services. I, I really appreciate that. So all that you say, go online, take the five love languages quiz, mm-hmm. learn how to love one another in the way that they best receive love and watch how your relationship flourishes yes indeed tip number five mandy richard says shout out to the richards yes <laughs> we serve with them in merge so shout out to them <laughs> always assume the best intentions first which is very similar to what Britta and ryan parker said they have a phrase called botd benefit of the doubt always give your spouse the benefit of the doubt first assume the Best in them. It saved us from a lot of hurt and fight and paved way for true grace in marriage. That's good. Yes, I learned that from Ryan um, when we was working together in student ministry. And the Bible says that love thinks no evil. So it's imperative that you and your spouse give each other a lot of grace. Give each other the benefit of the doubt. Grace, grace, grace. Number six, we're halfway through. Sherry Sterling had this to say. She said to support one another. Her husband, who also named is Paul, <laughs> is, not, is not a huge fan of sports, but he sits down in the room with her while she's watching. And she says it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it means a lot to me that he does that. And so it is imperative, as you see that I'm using that word a lot. It's so crucial and essential that you support your spouse so some way that slim supports me she would do graphics for the podcast so it's easier to share on social media and then she helped me promote it and then one thing that she really did that helped me and supported me in such a big way i lead this premarital ministry at our church called merge it's for those couples that are seriously dating and or engaged and we had a lot of people to sign up and we needed one more table leader and i couldn't find anybody so i was like Bay, could you step in for these eight weeks and help me out? And she knocked it out of the park and she really supported me. And that meant a lot to me. So um, let's throw it to you, Bay. How do I support you? Brag on me. Um, Don't tell me what to do. You support me by sending me cookies to work because those just because gifts. You just never know what a person's going through. And getting cookies really just does my heart well, y'all. I don't think y'all understand how good these cookies are, but they are so good. And they're hot and warm when they get to you. It's just mm, 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 goodness. But not only do you do that, you ask me throughout the week, how can you lighten my load so you help me out in different things? And who knows, it could be cooking one night, it could be um, picking up a pizza just so neither one of us have to cook, or just watching my favorite TV show with me, coming to my volleyball games, just all kinds of stuff, man. You know, I just think that support is real over here in the Cow Code household. 
Most definitely. And we would encourage you to support one another. Another phrase that goes with this, I like to use it, is to get into each other's world. Like my world is the church world. And so my wife comes into that world. She helps me to lead out in, in, in the marriage ministry. And so I want to go into her world. I can't go into the school because they're teaching. So I send mm-hmm. treats there. But I told her next time she have a volleyball tournament to send me to Addy. So I can pull up on them. All right. If you, if you caught that reference, but let's go to number seven. Number seven comes from my friend Graffy. She says, have fun after kids. And that is super closely related to what Jayla Kennedy said. Never stop pursuing or dating each other. That's a big one. Shout out to Jayla MC crew. Hey Jayla. So fun. And dating. Listen, one thing about Ariel and I, we are going to have fun. Yes, sir. Having a fun marriage doesn't just happen by happenstance, all right? You must be intentional. You must make a plan for your fun. Plan your fun. Plan your joy. Have a date night. And years prior, we used to have a date night on Tuesdays, $5 movies, but with half off wings at, at Buffalo Wild Wings. But now our schedule is different as, um, she, ha- she does a lot with volleyball, and I got some things going on right now. So we have a floating date night. So whether it's a Monday night or Wednesday night, we make sure that we spend some quality time with one another. Mm-hmm. For example, what are some things that we do, babe? Um, we will go bowling. We will go to this restaurant in Houston called Papacitos. They got some really good fajitas that we Fajitas go hard. Man. Just thinking about it right now. Um, we will go out to Juicy Crab, which is one of my favorite restaurants here in Houston. I mean, the list is endless. Whatever we can get our hands on in the middle of the week, we don't mind doing. Exactly. I would encourage you, wherever you are, Google free things to do or Google the best date ideas to do in your city. So some other things that we do, like we're big kids. We we are kids at heart. We love to have fun. Uh, we would go to main events so we can bowl. I'd be tearing her up on the bowling lane. Barely, y'all. barely. <laughs> we'll do some bowling. We'll do some laser tags. Then we play video games and we play the, the basketball shooting game. And although I play basketball a lot, Y'all, I tear him up. She be tearing me up. I'm like, tear him I up. play basketball about once a week, <laughs> and you be out here out shooting me. But that's the the point. It doesn't matter who wins or lose. Look at the flick of the wrist. It matters that you are spending some quality time with one another. So yes, have fun with each other, and whether you have kids or not, make sure you keep fun and dating as a priority. Mm-hmm. Shout out to another high school classmate, Brashay McMiller. He says, never expect your significant other. To respond in the way that you would in a situation. You'll forever be disappointed. Ooh, that's wise words. Mm-hmm. My wife is great at many things. I am. But she is not a mind reader. I am not. And I am not a mind reader either. <laughs> so we have to be clear. We have to open up our mouths and communicate our feelings and our expectations. We got to be adults. We have to be adults. <laughs> For example, ladies, I'm about to get on your case and Slim, feel free to get on the guy's case. But ladies, you can't expect your husband to give you flowers on your birthday or insert any other holiday. That's your thing. But you never communicated that to him. Like that's an unfair 
expectation. We shouldn't just have these expectations floating around in our minds and saying, well, he's just supposed to know. And vice versa for the, for the ladies as well, for the guys as well. That's not fair. Tell him exactly what you want him to do. Now, if, if at that point he doesn't do it, then y'all can have another conversation. But tell him the things that you will like. Tell him the things that you expect. And the men, I know you're out there saying, amen, help a brother out, all right? Mm, that's real. That's real. Because I had to let Paul know because he... Would send me flowers and then them flowers would end up dead because I wasn't a great flower keeper. Okay. And I had to let him know, babe, the flowers that you sent me are beautiful. They are so beautiful. But if you send me cookies, that'll make me even happier. And guess what? <laughs> cookies. Right. And that goes back to something we said earlier. I wanted to love her by sending her flowers, but she doesn't like flowers. She communicated she liked cookies. So therefore, instead of sending flowers, I now send cookies. But this is real people, real talk. I don't remember you communicating that you don't like flowers. I just remember they just kept dying. I was like, I ain't buying you that no more. Um, like, I remember telling you <laughs> that I didn't like flowers. There's a lot of flowers I had to die before you said it, though. Exactly. Because I didn't want to break your little heart. Like, hey, you sending me flowers, but I, it's like, I don't like it. It was hard for me to say that. So mm -hmm. I had to let you know in a real humble way. Like, I love the fact that you sending me stuff, but flowers ain't it, Chief. And, babe, I'm so glad that you said it because in a marriage, in a relationship, there should be the freedom and the grace to be fully honest and transparent with one another. So if your spouse does something um, that they think is nice, but you don't really enjoy it, like, for example, our example here is the flowers thing. Communicate that to them in a very loving way. Be like, hey, babe, I really love that you send me flowers. But flowers are just not my thing. I'd rather have cookies. And in so many words, that's what my wife let me know. And we live happily ever after. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. So number nine, as we were getting down to the end of the list. Y'all, I agree with number nine so much. Okay. Kendall Jackson says, have a sense of humor. <laughs> exactly. So Slim and I, we love to laugh and we love to smile. Mm -hmm. Depending on the context, depending on who we're around, we can get pretty goofy. Real goofy. Like we we love to laugh. As the Bible tells us in Proverbs that laughter does the heart like medicine. Mm. So don't take yourself, don't take life, don't take your marriage too seriously. Of course, we ought to take these things seriously because they're important. But don't take it too seriously where you never smile. You never crack a smile. All right. So lighten up. Learn to have fun. Learn to laugh and learn to enjoy one another. So this has been so fun just going through these tips and shout out to our Facebook friends and family. They really took the time to come in and to add their two cents. Shout out to you. Yes. And number 10 by Katie Horner. She says the most powerful four words in history. I love you anyway. Mm -mm. So what if we argue? So what if we disappointed each other? Mm -hmm. 
So what if she asked me to do something and I didn't do it? Yeah. So what if I didn't meet her expectations? Maybe we've had the biggest argument ever. But at the end of the day, we have made this commitment to one another. At the end of the day, I'm going to say good night. I love you. Anyway. I love you anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage you to adopt this phrase into your marriage. I love you anyway. Love with no strings attached. Love is powerful maybe our relationship it, it wasn't a 10 today and we got some things that we need to work out but i love you anyway and we gonna try this thing again tomorrow this was fun i think we're going to do it again because we had some more of our facebook friends that wrote some things that we're going to incorporate into the next episode yeah so thank you so much for listening thank you if you like what you heard today, then share this episode with a few friends. A bunch of them. <laughs> exactly. A bunch of them. Share it with all that you can. And be sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to leave us a rating and review and help us out in that way. And I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes. Um, it's going to be the link to a few episodes that my wife and I have done before on the topic of relationships. So be sure to check check those out. But that is all for today. And we look forward to seeing you next time. And we out.